KPFA Radio presents Don't Disturb This Groove with host Computer Blue, who welcomes you to tune in to what she calls her twilight time. What could she be possibly doing at this time of night? Only one can imagine. What we can guarantee is that whatever it is, she is most definitely listening to music. Since her lovers and friends know it's her free time, they call. But sometimes she's so lost in the song, they end up getting sent to voicemail. It's all love, though. Please enjoy this episode of Don't Disturb This Groove that previously aired live on KPFA Radio. Hello, lovers and friends. It's Computer Blue, your Monday night groovologist, and I'm so glad to be with you tonight. It's 10 p.m. here in my beautiful city of San Francisco, and I'm so glad that I'm able to join you wherever you may be. Now, it's time for you to just lay back. I'll be here until midnight setting the mood. You are now listening to Don't Disturb This Groove. Hello, lovers and friends. Thank you for joining us for a very special version of Don't Disturb This Groove. Y'all know music is my love language, and it excites me so much when I connect with others just as passionate about it as I am. Tonight, the artist I'm introducing to you all is talking about one of his favorite instruments, the synthesizer. There are five in particular that he will be sharing with us, along with some of the most popular songs they are featured on. If the spirit moves you, feel free to call 510-848-6767, extension 900, to share some of your favorite songs that include synthesizers. My name is Jerry. I'm formerly known as Love Half Black. I used to make a lot of beats and whatnot for other people. But now I'm kind of transitioning into becoming an artist for myself and making and producing music for myself. Um, Today, I'm going to talk to you about probably my favorite thing in the entire world, and that is synthesizers. Um, I love synthesizers because I feel like they're their own world of sound and emotion and feeling uh, when you make music with them. Uh, I love them because you can dream up any sound in your head and dial in all the knobs like you're behind some type of spaceship cockpit. And in addition to that, instead of just thinking up some sound, you can also make it emulate real sounds in the real world. And I think it's a very powerful tool in writing and creating music. Another reason why I like synthesizers is that they are in a lot of my most favorite classic songs. And today, I'm going to have a few examples of synthesizers that were used on famous songs and in turn became famous synthesizers because of their use in those songs. So for the first song, we're going to listen to Flashlight by Parliament. They use the Mini Moog which is probably the most famous synthesizer of all time for their bass line of the song, which is iconic. And also, you might recognize that sound in some other songs from that era, too. The Mini Moog, it was used in tons of classic albums, especially during the 80s um, and a lot of the 90s. It's probably the most famous synthesizer ever because of its use in the 80s mostly um 
it can be heard on songs like the one we're going to listen to today, Parliament's Flashlight. And it's probably like on every Zap and Roger song. <laughs> it was heavily used on Dr. Dre's The Chronic uh, and many, many more. Um, you'll recognize the sound when you hear the bass on Flashlight. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jerry, and you are now listening to Don't Disturb This Groove. So the next famous synthesizer I want to talk about today is Yamaha's DX7. So it's actually widely known that this synthesizer is the most used synthesizer in music history, period. It's been on more, I think it almost was on every hit song in the 80s, uh, probably from like at least 84, 85 on. Every single hit song at least have one sound from this synthesizer. <laughs> uh, I'm not even lying. It's it's a it made some hits, but the thing that happened is because it was so oversaturated, a lot of people um, they associate the synthesizer with kind of cheesy sounds, um, and that may be true. But also, it just you know it's undeniable. It makes classics, and instead of playing a song using the synthesizer from that time period. Uh, I actually chose something a little bit new just to show that even though it was something that was back then and was cheesy, it could be revived and, and show that it still stands the test of time. And the main keys in the Versace on the Floor by Bruno Mars that we're about to listen to, um, they come directly from the DX7. And when you hear the, the key sound, like the piano, electric piano sound, uh, it'll sound very familiar. You'll recognize it instantly in a bunch of recordings that you probably like. This is Computer Blue, and we'll be right back after this message from KPFA. KPFA Radio is a community-powered, listener-supported radio station based in Berkeley, California. We are able to bring you this content through donations and support from our listeners, Please consider supporting KPFA through a donation by visiting www.kpfa.org donate. And now let's get back to the program. Welcome back to Don't Disturb This Groove. So today, all the synthesizers we listen to um, and the songs that go with them, I chose on purpose just because I know with 100% certainty that those are the synths being used in those songs. But often it's hard to tell exactly what instrument's being used just because they all have uh, the ability to mold and change the sounds. Uh, that's the point of the synthesizer. However, some synthesizers have a very specific, um, undeniable sound that is immediately recognizable. I feel like the DX7 is one of them, but the next synth we're going to listen to today is also one of them. It's called the Oberheim OBXA. Um, it's very distinct because it has this warm, gritty sound to it that no other synth really has. Um, and it's used in a lot of songs in the 80s as well because that's kind of when the synth renaissance happened. A lot of uh, popular music started using them heavily. Uh, but in this song, you'll hear it throughout the whole song. Uh, it's 1999 by Prince. The Oberheim OB X8 was used in a ton of songs during the 80s, just as the other two synths we talked about today, because that was sort of the synth renaissance um, when a lot of synthesizers began being used in popular music. Um, 
the reason why I like this synth uh, is it has just like an orchestral feel to it. Like it's really big and warm and round and it can take up the whole track and bring a lot of excitement to music. Um, as you'll hear in the song 1999 by Prince, it's everyone knows the sound, but I think a lot of people don't know where that sound actually came from. Okay, with this next synthesizer I want to look at today, this is one I actually own myself, and it's probably the favorite thing that I have in my collection. <laughs> it's called the Roland Juno 106. So, Roland is very famous because they made what most people know as the 808 drum machine with the big sub sound. Uh, and this keyboard came out around in the same era, except obviously it's not a drum machine, it was a keyboard but I feel like the keyboard kind of matched that warm deep uh, sound that the 808 has but allowing you to make sounds that translate on the keyboard um, there's a ton of songs that I know from the 80s that use it but they made different versions of this keyboard and it's hard to say with a hundred percent certainty uh, that this keyboard was used in it or if it was another one of the keyboards that were you know very similar However, I do know a song that definitely used this that was more recent. Uh, and I know that also just because I've seen it on YouTube and seen him playing it. And that's uh, Kevin Parker's Nangs, uh, which is Tame Impala. Kevin Parker's just uh, the writer and producer for Tame Impala. Um, it's a really short song, but I feel like it has a lot of vibe to it. And the synthesizer, when you hear it, it kind of envelops you and it makes you feel like you're, you know, maybe on like an acid trip or something like that. And it's it's really cool that just one instrument gives you that feeling and emotion and kind of leads the whole song and the whole track. So take a listen to this. Nangs by Tame Impala. So the last of the synthesizers I want to talk about today um, is also a classic. Uh, I would say it almost is like the answer to the Oberheim OBXA that I talked about earlier with 1999. Um, it just is a different flavor, but kind of accomplishes the same thing in songs. Uh, and a lot of music from that era in the 80s kind of use one or the other of these synthesizers in a lot of their tracks. Uh and with that, it is kind of hard to pinpoint which it is exactly uh, in, the, in the songs. We just know that it's a classic synth because it's kind of like the thing that everyone toured with and had it on stage. Um, and that goes with saying with this one, people still use it today. And so that's why I'm going to play a song for you that I know that was a little more recent, not from the 80s, that uses the Prophet 5, which is the name of the synth that I'm uh, introducing to you now. Um, it was made by Sequential Circuits, uh, which is probably one of the most famous synthesizer companies underneath Moog, who was created by Bob Moog. Um, the cool thing about their company is they make a lot of synthesizers that are called polysynths, which allow you to play more than one note at a time, whereas the mini Moog in Flashlight that we heard earlier, you can only play one note at a time, but that's all that you really need. Just because, you know, it gives you that fat, thick bass sound or high lead sounds like you hear on Dr. Dre's The Chronic. So with the Oberheim, 
the Roland Juno and the Prophet all polysense, it gives you that full, like almost like you're in in the atmosphere of the music with the music. And that's how I really feel when I listen to this next track that utilizes the sequential Prophet 5 uh, by Radiohead. Um, it's the main key sound right in the beginning that you hear throughout the sound. It's called Everything in Its Right Place. And I feel like when you hear that, there's no denying that there's just something amazing and beautiful about it. And it's not reproducible with any other sort of instrument. Um, and that's why I think it illustrates why synthesizers are so amazing and so great. Just because it still gives you an organic feeling, but then also it's still electronic. Um, and it's just nice because I feel like uh, we're all receptors of that and it definitely can touch uh, touch you in ways that other instruments may not be able to make you feel. Uh, and I think it's a great thing. So take a listen and hope you enjoy. You were just listening to Don't Disturb This Groove, a segment on synthesizers by Jerry. You can follow him. He is Love Half Black on Instagram. That's L-O-V-E-H-A-L-F-B-L-A-C-K. You've been listening to Don't Disturb This Groove. You can find me at Computer Blue on Instagram. That's C-O-M-P-U-T-R-B-L-U. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you want to find more KPFA radio content, log on to www.kpfa.org. Also follow us on social media by visiting Facebook at KPFA 94.1 and Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KPFA Radio. Plus, check out our KPFA TV video content on YouTube and Twitch.tv at KPFA Radio. Subscribe to this podcast and stay updated to when we release episodes of shows representing the best of KPFA Radio.